from around the world. This is the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated R and is recommended restricted for anyone under the age of 17. Oh, okay. It's out. Is that it in your hand? Yeah. Want to hold it? Never. Not even in my nightmares. Relax. I gave it a rinse under the tap. If you dipped it in chemical bleach and threw it into a furnace, I would still refuse to hold its ashes. Did it hurt, Gino? Oh yes, Jilly. It hurt. It hurt a lot. You remember that curry we had at Spicy John's Meat Palace? The Red Giant Surprise? Ugh, don't remind me. Yeah, well imagine passing that. But instead of mystery meat, it's a freaking metal tracking beacon. Don't be too mad, Gino. If Jilly hadn't made you swallow it, we never would have found you. It's pretty big. How did you not notice swallowing it in the first place? Well, the answer is pretty obvious there, lads. I'd, I'd rather not say. Drunk. He was drunk. You're only saying that because I'm Irish. And what am I exactly? You know what I mean. You're like, order Irish. You're not one with the common man, like me. Says the man who wanted to erect a picture of himself in the canteen. And attending officer's only party. What are you trying to say, lad? You have notions, Gino. You think you're better than everyone else. That is a heap of shite. I'm more humble than any of you. Well, you all do. Excuse me? All you Arthurs. You all think you're the best because you were born on the home planet. That's not true, Redbecker. Yeah, it is. You guys are so determined to make sure everybody knows you're not just Arthurs, you're Irish. We off-worlders need to know the most intricate socio-political national identities in order not to offend any of you guys. God forbid I call a guy from New Zealand an Australian, or a Swiss guy French, or a Swedish guy Danish. We even need to know what part of the country you're from. Otherwise, you get annoyed. Bex, we, Arthurs, as you call us, aren't that petty. Hey guys, jeez, that bathroom is stinky. Hey Peter, what part of Ireland are the guys from? Oh, uh, Wexford, right? I told you, Peter, a million fucking times it's Waterford. Oh, now I see it. You guys call Peter Canadian, but he's Primean of Canadian descent. Yeah, I'm from the Golden Province. Go Wildcats. You guys call me Penthusian, but I'm Hybraxian of Penthus. We even have our own national holiday that Kimon, Eastmont and the Fetch don't celebrate. Hybrax is the capital city of the Hybraxia region, a country in its own right. But according to you, we're all the same. To be fair though, we're not the only planet with notions. Yeah, no offence Peter, but the people of Hera Prime are very snobby. That's because your planet made his planet that way. You call Hera Prime the jewel of the exosolar planets, whereas Penthus is... what? The skid mark on the galactic underwear, I heard you call it? She's a master of political sociology, but doesn't know how to mop a fucking floor. What was that? Nothing. Look, just... Fine. I'll make more of an effort in future, okay? Sure. I don't really care, anyway. Often. Gino? Yes? What's our plan? Well, it's not changed since this morning, Sonia. We're going to slowly drift here in the tantum void until all the heat from that trafficker dies down. You mean, Vraxia Lathor? No, Santa. Yes, Vraxia Lathor. I still can't believe she's a high-level slaver. I used to put money in her charity boxes. I can't imagine someone like that just giving up on finding us. Especially if she's gone to great lengths to keep her dark dealings secret. Look, Menda said it himself. Leobald King is dead. There's a massive slavery vacuum that needs to be filled. 
Lethor will be so busy making the galaxy a worse place for everybody, she'll forget all about us. Captain, as your security officer... Probationary. Oh, what? Really? Yep. Don't worry, you're doing a great job. Anyway, I think if we're going to hide in a massive void of space, we should at least run through a few wormholes first. Peter is right, Gino. I mean, technically we're still in the Prometheus system. Okay, firstly, Peter, you're fired. What? No, you're not. Don't worry. Here's a jelly. Ooh, lemon. Secondly, there's only one wormhole out of the Prometheus system. I bet you any money there's Pythorian Hellion fighters just waiting to take us out. Also, Gino's terrified to go through the wormhole ever since he saw that ghost. I told you that in confidence. Well, either way, I don't know if I'm comfortable staying in the Tantum Void. Lots of weird people out here. As opposed to who we've already ran into. Fair point. Okay, but if we are going to stay here, I need to keep up an appointment with my psychiatrist. Seriously? Yes. My next appointment is next week, and I'm going. Jesus Christ, fine. But if you get picked up by crazy slaver nuns, I don't know you. Deal. Incoming vessel. It's a small unarmed ship. Computer can't name it. It's unregistered. Definitely voiders. They live off the grid. Most never even come into contact with an order representative. Fuck do they want? Very diplomatic. Put them through. Barney, head down to engines in case there's trouble. Peter, you know the drill. Stand behind me. Will I get the paper bag? Nope. Never again. What about me? Makes a cup of tea. Sure. What? Okay, where's Bex and what have you done with her? Fuck you. There she is. And use a feckin' spoon! Coming true now, Gino. Hello? Hello? Oh, howdy, folks! Oh, for fuck's sake. Hello, this is Captain Gino Whelan of the Green Horizon. Can we help you? Is that the captain? Honey, I can't see him. You're looking at the wrong screen, honey. What? Where am I supposed to look? You're, you're looking at the feedback screen. What was that, young man? The, the feed... The feedback screen! I think I'm looking at the wrong screen, darling! Good lord. Turn your head slightly to your left. Oh! No, my left. Oh, oh, there y'all are! Yep, here we are. Well, howdy there, fellow travelers. My name is John, but you can call me Paul. And this here's my loving wife, Anita. But you can call them all! Howdy, y'all. We're the Seabrooks. Great, that all? Gino, be polite. Well, no. Well, we were actually wondering if you might be a little hungry. Why? Well, see, we're big on tradition here in the Seabrook family, and 
government may have forgotten the core values of us, but us voiders, well, we still remember the old ways. Right? We want you guys for dinner. Ah, that's lovely. Thanksgiving, actually. Oh, I've heard of that, actually. They eat swans, don't they? No, turkey, silly. Well, okay, thanks for the offer, lads, but, um, see, we're pretty busy here. Swamped, actually. Uh, we have to deliver a whole crate of, um, human hearts to the old, uh, hospital. If they get left too long, they'll, they'll all go soggy. Poor shag all then, you know. Oh, well, well, okay then. Thanks for taking the time to hear us out. Gino! Sorry, Mr. and Mrs. Seabrook. Two seconds. I'll just mute your call there. No problem, darling. Oh, you're a cutie pie? Ain't she a cutie pie, Paul? Look at that porcelain skin. Lance, what's the story? Will I get us right to go? Yeah, burners. No burners. Gino, I can't believe you sometimes. This nice old couple invite us over for dinner, and you just tell them to feck off. Oh, come on, Sonia. They're Yanks. I think they were Texans. Even worse. Gino, I'm starving. All this dehydrated food we're eating is making me... I don't want to know. Sick. I was just going to say sick. Please, Cap. I sure could go for some swan right about now. Turkey, Peter. He's a fucking turkey. Gino! What are you sticking up for? Are you all lovey-dovey now? We actually haven't talked about that yet, but uh, thanks for bringing that up, though. Here's your tea. Ah, brilliant. Finally, somebody who doesn't disappoint me. God, what did you do to it? Oh God, Rebecca, what did you put in it? Nothing. Hot water, tea bag, three sugars, milk. It's not rocket science. It's so salty. Wait, which one was the sugar shaker? There's no such thing as a sugar shaker. You... forget it. I'll make it myself. You're not leaving until you agree to the invitation. What's up? Gina won't let us go over to the nice old couple spaceship for dinner because they're American culturalists. Texans. Think they have mushy peas. I love mushy peas. Well, can't say I'm surprised. No, this has nothing to do with what we spoke about earlier. It's the exact same thing. But they're Texans. I say we vote. This isn't a democracy. What would the government say if they found out we voted on something? Hands up if you want an actual home-cooked dinner. Okay, so that's five. I hate you all, especially you, Peter. What? Don't worry, we're all proud of you. Right, fine. Let's go. But if something happens, I swear to God, Bex, I'm holding you responsible. Fine. Now, I have to go get ready, and my nice pants are in the dryer. God, and my hair. Why didn't you tell me my hair is a state? Ah, forgot the salt again. They've docked. Fucking hooray. Gino, I don't want any sulking from you. God, it's been so long since I've had a good roast dinner. I don't know what you're all on about. We had a delicious roast there yesterday. Chicken in a can does not count. Look, it's been two days since Alchemelia. Chances are we're going to be hiding out in the Tantum Void for a good while. What about your insanely regimented psychiatrist visit? Yeah, well, I'm hardly going to have enough time to hang about after, am I? And that's the problem, Gino. For the next while, any social interactions we have are going to be stressful. The Tantum Void isn't exactly full of life. There's a few trading stations and small colonial townships, but that's it. There's also a Galaxy Burger. Really? Yep, I've checked. Ooh, I love their Dodo Burger. Anyway, everything we do will have to be rushed and done discreetly or in disguise. Can we just enjoy one last meal with people we know mean us no harm before we have to go into hiding? Okay, you're right. You're actually right. I'm sorry, lads. Feck it. Let's just make this the best thanks thingy ever. Do you mean it, Gino? Yes, I do, Peter. Suddenly I feel very festive. I'm sorry for the way I've been acting, lads. Towards all of you. Especially you, Peter. 
Hey. No avoided me. That was odd. Yeah, it felt weird as soon as I said it. That's a Christmas miracle. Long holiday, buddy. Oh, they're coming through. Happy faces, everyone. Well, now. Don't you all look positively scrumptious? Paul, look at the little one here in her little polka dot dress and shoes. Don't you look so cute? Well, I could just eat you right now. Thanks. It's the perfect disguise. Uh, I'm sorry, darling. I don't get your meaning. Just pretend you're a sweet and innocent kid. Not unless you want chicken in a can again. Right. Uh, I mean, thank you, ma'am. I like the dots especially. They look like stars. Good job. Here's a jelly. Ooh, strawberry. Well, now, ain't y'all a fine-looking crew? Are all y'all Irish? Not all of us. Our security officer, Peter, is primean of Canadian descent. Hey there, folks. And Rebecca here is Hybraxian of Pentis. See everyone, I'm learning. Oh, and the little one is local. Are your parents aboard? Yeah, yeah, they are. Would be weird if they weren't. Well, this is your whole crew. Who are her parents? Uh, you what now? Who are your parents, sweetie? Uh... Why, it's Bernard, obviously. What? A- and Jilly. What? what? Yep. They're married. They're a married couple. And Bex is their adoptive daughter. Oh, great. And you, Captain? You and your cutie pie here? Sorry? Me? Why, yes. You're an item, correct? I can always sense these things. Uh... Yes. We're an item, as you said. Bernard and Jilly are married, and Sonia and I are sleeping together. In the same bed. Where your sleeping arrangements are your own business. And what about this fine, tall gentleman? What? I'm really confused. It's okay, darling. We don't judge. We don't care about that kind of thing. We like to consider ourselves progressive on matters relating to the heart. Yes, sweetie. You want to be gay? Be gay. What? 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 Yep. That's right. Peter's gay. I am? Yep. Bernard and Jilly are married and Rebecca is their adoptive daughter. Sonia and I are sleeping together and Peter is a big gay man. It all just makes so much sense. Uh, Captain, are you alright? He just gets us by around new people. Would you mind giving us a minute? All of you? Yep, we just need to calm him down. It's an Irish thing. Oh, well, you guys don't need me. I'll head on in with Mr. and Mrs. Swan here. No, Peter, you stay here. Well, alright. You just come through the hatch and into the dining room when you're done. It's just through the door and dead ahead. Thanks, guys. Can't wait for the stuffing. I'll give you fecking stuffing. Guys, am I gay? No, Peter. Well, how do you know? Are you attracted to me? Oh, Bernard, man, I uh, I see you more as a friend. Are you attracted to Jilly? W- what? Man, what, what kind of question is that? Is, is it hot here? You're not gay, Peter. Maybe you're not as tight, Bernard. Gino? Oh, so, um... First impressions-wise... That did not go too well. What were you thinking, Gino? Oh, God. No, not a dream. We just have to go with this. You're saying this as if our current situation was unavoidable. Uh-huh. If we were to go back and really examine our first encounter with the Seabrooks... Yeah. Really, you know, pick apart the conversation, go through it with a fine-tooth comb... Uh-huh. You'd see that, well, all of this, all of it, is your fault. Yeah. So what the feck were you thinking? I don't know. I panicked. When they asked who's Beck's parents, I thought, oh Jesus, who's the most fatherly? And obviously it can't be me. Peter's a walking fire hazard and all that was left, I, I picked Jilly between her and Sonia, well... Well? You're not exactly very motherly. Hey, 
I could be motherly. You bought me a switchblade. Yeah, I did, didn't I? See, there's a method in my madness. Okay, so then what about us? Well, I just didn't want him thinking we were living single. Like, you wouldn't want him getting ideas about us. No, no. They just got ideas about Peter. Yeah, well, I kind of forgot about that. And then, as it turns out, they're pretty liberal about all that. Perhaps that could have been handled better. Look, we can't stand here all day and berate Gino, which normally I would love to do, but uh, we've got a dinner to eat. So let's just take a minute, absorb our roles, and head in there like the strange little crew we purport ourselves to be. Okay, Dad, this is weird. It sure is, Mom. Oh, good Lord. Chicken in a can, anyone? Deep breaths, everyone. We stay calm, eat our dinner, and promptly leave. Think before you speak, and for the love of God, Peter, no horrible war stories. You got it. Okay, we can do this. Big smiles, guys. Remember, we're normal people. I can already taste that swan. Maybe it's not too late to run away. Oh my god, that smells good. If we play our cards right, lads, we can leave this ship with full bellies. And valuables. Don't you dare. Well, there y'all are. We told you had tailed it. Take a seat. The ham's still boiling. You never mentioned a third crew member. Oh, my apologies. Well, this here's Jeffrey. He's our son. Hello there. Don't expect a reply on account of his mutism. Why don't y'all sit down? Here, Peter, you sit beside Jeffrey. Bernard and Jillick can sit opposite. Rebecca, sit beside them. The captain and his gal can sit at the end there. Well, now, ain't we a pretty group? Don't y'all tell me about yourselves. Well, we're a cargo and passenger ship, mostly, and we sometimes... Not about your ship, darling, about you. Oh, something's rubbing my leg. I think Jeffrey's taking a liking to you, son. We don't bring many guests aboard, either. I don't think Jeffrey's had a male companion in a long time. Feckin' typical. Bernard, well, you look like a real charmer. How'd you all meet your wife? My what? Jilly. What? No, Jesus Christ, Jilly is your wife. Oh, yes, uh, of course, my wife. How did I meet my wife? Uh, how did I, Jilly? What? How did I meet you? Uh, gay bar. What? what? Come again? Gay bar. We met at a gay bar. Jeez, Mom and Dad, you never told me. And was y'all there for business or pleasure? No, I, I got lost on my way to the steak and um, nudity bar. And I worked in the coat rock. Double-breasted. See? That's a coat. Yes, and that night the only double-breasted item I checked out was... You... Darling. Okay, mister. You and me, outside, right now. You alright, son? Uh, Gino? A word? What? In private. Y'all can talk in the boiler closet over there if you're in need of a man to man. Just watch out for the jerky I got hanging. Feck's sake, fine. It's an Irish thing. You wouldn't understand. But, but he's Canadian. Well, actually. God, the fucking jerky keeps swinging in my face. I like it, actually. It's a salty surprise. Right, moving past that, what the feck do you want? Okay, Gino, am I going crazy, or is Bernard completely out of line? <sighs> You're not going crazy, Peter. Thank you. You are crazy. You are completely fecking off your head. Like, sometimes I wake up and wonder, were you specifically put in my life as a punishment from God? Gino, he's all over Julie. Peter, I'm not entirely sure if you're a real person. Again, back to the God thing. Maybe I stab you and nothing comes out. 
Maybe you're just a physical embodiment of frustration. Oh no, I'm pretty real and full of blood and stuff. I got shot in the testicle during the Cuban rebellion and oh man, the blood was crazy. Here, you want to see? No, no, I don't want to see. Okie dokie. You remember Bernard came out, right? You, you remember that? Please, it's, it's very important to me that you remember that. Sure. And you understand the implications of that. Yes. Bernard is gay. He is a gay man. Uh-huh. And as a gay man, he likes men. Sure. With you so far, Gino. Now, were he bisexual, he would be attracted to women as well. Yeah. But he's not. He is gay. Gay, gay, gay. Likes men, gay. Sure. Uh-huh. So as a gay man, he does not find Jilly attractive. Then why is he coming on to her, Gino? Because we're pretending. Sure, I know that, Gino. But the way he spoke about her, no actor could be that convincing. He compared her to a suit jacket. God, he's good. And to think I was going to ask you for advice on how to date Jilly. What? That's a bit weird. Well, you know her better than anyone. True. Okay, look. I guarantee you that Bernard is no threat to your pursuit of my sister. Okay, Gino. If you're sure. I am. Now, as for the advice... Yeah? I have some thoughts. Firstly... Hang on. I got a notepad and pen here. Okay, go. Okay, Jilly, actually all women, love boats. So just talk a lot about boats. Okay, boats. Gotcha. Jilly loves being told she's wrong. So when you're on a date, make sure you tell her that she's wrong and you're right about everything. Even if she isn't. And when you tell her she's wrong, make sure you mention the fact that being a woman is probably why she's wrong. Uh-huh. Keep going. Jilly has a, a keen interest in urine. So talk about that too. Urine? Really? Yeah. It's an Irish thing. So just make sure you talk about it like, like a lot. It's viscosity, colour, temperature, composition. It's just water, salt, urea. Kidney excretions if you're fancy. An Irish thing, huh? Something to do with potatoes, I bet. Yeah, that too. The Great Famine. Take the piss out of it. We, the Irish, love making fun of a horrible event that nearly wiped us out. Boy, Gino, you sure are a real treasure chest of information. Oh, I surely am, Peter. And finally, now, get this down. Make sure to bring a bag of batteries with you to the date. Why, Gino? Well, Jilly loves this. When she has her back turned, clock her in the back of the head with one and blame someone else. Even if it's just the two of you, she'll think it's a brilliant joke. Done. Well, thanks. Future brother-in-law. Not if I can help it. What was that? Not why. Nothing at all. She was just standing there, all mad looking. She was holding the bomb and screaming about how we were all going to hell, and then Peter blows her head clean off. There's blood and brains everywhere. Jilly, I'm sure the Seabrooks don't want to hear about brains and goo so close to dinner. Don't worry, darling. We don't mind. Yeah, we love hearing about other people's adventures. We don't get much excitement here aboard the Lamagaya. Ah, I was just about to ask if you'd named your ship. We couldn't get a vessel ID when we first encountered you, since you're unregistered. What is it? The Lamagaya? Yeah, we named it after our favorite Terran animal. It's a magnificent African eagle. Vulture. Excuse me, son? It's a vulture. A pretty crazy one, too. It eats the bones of the dead. Oh, well, uh, aren't you a very educated young man? <coughs> Well, nevertheless, we love stories here. And your sister has been filling us in on all your adventures. Don't worry, Gino. 
I didn't mention the thing. You know. Yes. In the place. Yes, I understand. With you know who. Yes, I get it. Stop winking. Well, we may lead a quiet life now, but Seabrooks ain't no stranger to danger. Would you like to share a story yourself? If y'all be willing to listen. If there's drugs and violence, I'm all ears. <clears throat> I mean, puppies and candy. Maybe it's best you put your hands over your ears, sweetheart. Here, I'll do it. Try it, and I'll jam this fork into your kidney. Uh, I mean, uh, I think she's old enough. Uh, go on, let's hear it. Okay, well, we wasn't always unregistered voiders, as I'm sure you can tell by our accents. Me and Ma met in a little place in Texas called Sulphur Springs, and, well, we married there, and I worked for the local mill. Well, everything's postcard perfect till we get word that operations have been moved skyward to Dryades in Oakland. We get told you either ship off with them or say goodbye to your citizenship. There's a shocker. This wouldn't happen to have been part of the Pioneer Project, would it? The very same. It's despicable. Forcing people to colonize to keep their citizenships. Jesus, Sonia. What? I mean, you were an officer of the Order. Were? Guys, come on. We're getting sidetracked here. Sorry, please, continue. No, it's okay, darling. It boils our blood, too. Well, anyway, we arrive at Dryden's and I start my new job at New Holland Oats when... All of a sudden, all nations alliance decide to stop their war. Oh my god. You were there for the insurrection of Oaken? We sure were, darling. Jesus Christ, what what was it like? Well, Gino, it was chaos to put it frankly. Every street full of folks killing folks, bodies everywhere, neighbor killing neighbor and brother killing brother. The Alliance had their crusade and unleashed the dead presidents to do their dirty work. They sent the death squads into blue zones housing for upper management and their families and left none alive. When the guns finally went quiet, the fire came. Puritans? Yeah, the Alliance managed to beat them out of Dryades before they could burn the whole city, but Irene wasn't so lucky. We could see its burning glow at night and we were a hundred miles away. That must have been horrible. Well, Barnard, that wasn't the worst. The Atlas men coming, that was it. They blockaded the whole city, starved the Alliance out. But it wasn't just the rebels they starved, but good folks like us, Ma and me. And Jeffrey. Yeah, Jeffrey too. By the time the Atlas men marched through the gate, people had started eating each other. How did you survive? With the meal. Gave the workers enough rations to survive. We lived on watery oats for about six months before the siege ended. But it did. When it did, we took all the money we had saved bought this here ship and started our new life here in the void as unregistered citizens. And we never looked back. Well, I'm glad you found some peace. We have, and every year we invite strangers around for Thanksgiving dinner. So we're thankful for having now what we didn't have on Oak. And with that, the ham's ready. Yay! Oh, that smells good. Now, the yams are about two minutes away from perfection, but who'd like a little sneaky piece of pork while we wait? Me! Oh my god, that is heaven. Oh wow, that is delicious. It's amazing. Mm, I've never had pork that tasted so sweet. Did the pig get fed a lot of fruits and berries? No, none of that. He was partial to chocolate though. The pig? Really? Not bad. There's something else there too. I can't really put my finger on it. I think I've had it before though, but I can't remember when. Is that the marjoram maybe? No, I don't think so. Hmm. This white sure would go with some red, Greg. Just saying. Oh, go on, little miss. It is Thanksgiving after all. I thought you was named Gina. Ah, she's still a bit cross with me because I left them all to 
party myself to death on Alchemelia. Oh, good to know. Well, I was going to offer a toast, but the little one beat me to it. Here, Jeffrey, pass thee the round. Nice bouquet. Is that Primean wine? Good nose. Gold Orchard Select. 20 years old. Ah, great year. Notions. Toast. To good friends, an even better dinner. I'll drink to that. Cheers, lads. Gino, wake up. You must wake up. Uh, what? Uh, Angelo? What the fuck? How do you keep ending up in airlocks? I could ask you the same question, my friend. How many now? Three? Wait, 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 wait. I know that you're me. I know you're a figment of my imagination, or whatever. Perhaps I am. Perhaps I am the internal machinations of your subconscious, trying to come to terms with your recent traumas. Maybe I'm your guardian angel. Where I goes. Don't you dare. It doesn't matter what I am, Gino. What matters is that you and your friends are trapped in the airlock of a nefarious Texan family. You must wake up your crew now. Wake them up and plan your escape. Shit, you're right. Ah, lads, lads, wake up. Oh, what, what happens? Uh, am I hungover? Is this what a hangover is? What's going on? Peter, Bernie, wake up. No, Gammy, not the spoon again. Peter, you're dreaming. Oh. I thought Gammy Savage was chasing me with the wooden spoon again. All those splinters. Never mind that, Peter. Lads, I was just talking to Angelo. You mean your hallucination? I had a bunch of those when I was a kid. You mean imaginary friends? Yeah, that. Boy, I had a great time playing hide-and-seek with all of my Peters. Peters? Yeah. I could never dream up anyone other than myself. How many imaginary Peters did you have? Seven. One of them did wear a fancy hat, though. I called him Fancy Hat Peter. He was the coolest. Peter, good lord, we are trapped in an airlock. Now this may only be your first experience of being held captive. Ninth. What? Really? Yeah. Well, this is my third time being threatened with death by space. And I do not like it. I can't believe the Seabrooks are slavers. I thought for once we had come across some decent people out here. Decent and beautiful. Here I am, posing as a straight husband while a gorgeous man, bereft of company, drapes himself all over the guy that paints vegetables for a living. How are we so sure they're slavers? What are you talking about, Rebecca? For all we know, they're serial killers. Shit, they're coming. Well now, ain't y'all a sight? I hope you're not expecting a review. What do you want with us? With you? Nothing. From you? Well, that depends on how you taste. Oh my god. You're- Space cannibals. I knew it. You're not serious. As a heart attack, how else do you think we survived out here in the void for so long by ourselves? We kill ya, butcher ya, keep half, sell the rest on the local markets as exotic meats. They don't test it. What did we sell that last guy, asked Paul? A zebra. That was it. Why couldn't you guys just be normal, everyday serial killers? Ain't nothing normal out here in the void, missy. So, have you always been fact up cannibals, or was it just one of the lovely side effects from deep space living? You remember that story I told you about the seizure drafties? Well, 
Truth is, New Holland Oats shut their doors the second the bombs went off. Food dried up fast, me and Ma, we had nothing. Well, we wasn't about to let a little wall come between us and our fear. We had to improvise. By eating people? I was reared on the pig farm. A lot of folk around with no credits needing to eat. My pa used to catch them at night, trying to steal a hog or so, or a piglet, if they got no pickup or trailer. Daddy used to string them up on posts around our house, flay them like a tannery. High noon would always bring the smell. My daddy taught me how to cut a man just right, take flesh right off the bone. Right. Well, Peter, I apologize. Your story about crucifixion was not the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. Seriously, though, the review I'm giving you. Paul, get the cart. Wait now. Hold on a minute. Surely there's something we could offer you. Ain't nothing we want. Oh, God, what are you doing? Order up? Oh, it's a trolley of cakes. Sure is. I spent all night baking them. Y'all eat up now. We want this whole trolley gone before the morning. Fuck you. I'd rather starve. Well, darling, you can try. But if this trolley ain't licked clean by 6 a.m., I'm gonna shoot your daddy. You're who? Oh, wait, me? She means me. Eat up now. You six will feed us till next Thanksgiving. Well, this is great, isn't it? Open yourself up to new experiences. That's what you said, Rebecca. And look where we found ourselves. This is certainly a new experience for me, personally, anyway. I'm sorry. I heard that the voiders were a bit odd, but... Odd? No. The guy over there eating lemon drizzle cake by the handful is odd. Peter, stop eating the cake. It's delicious. These lads aren't odd, Bex. They're deranged. Anybody considers me delicious is out of their fucking mind. Guys, what do we do? It's sorted, lads. No need to panic. What do you mean, Bernard? Remember when we were thrown in the airlock by Captain Winters? I was so annoyed that I couldn't hack that control panel that I downloaded the schematics to the model and spent about three days studying everything about it. It seemed pointless at the time because they're so rare, but I just had to master it. Don't tell me. That this panel here is a B-23 model. Bernard, you genius! Well done, Barney. Right, lads. What's the plan, then? Does anybody have a gun? Darn it. One time I don't take Maria to dinner. Rebecca, you're normally carrying something. Nope. I actually thought this would be a nice, normal dinner. I guess that was a stupid thought. No, it wasn't, Bex. Yeah, look, when all of this is over, I'll make us all something nice. It might not be a full roast dinner, but I promise nobody will try and eat you. Depends on what you make, to be honest. Okay, so here's the plan as I see it. They've posted Jeffrey to guard the door. Now, his back is to it. So, Bernard, on my mark, you open the door. Peter, you knock him out. We get his gun and confront John and Anita. More like Manita. Am, am I right? Shut up, Peter. Okie dokie. Let me talk to the Seabrooks. We don't want any more bloodshed. Speak for yourself. When I get hungry, I get cranky. Peter, move to the front. Okay, Bernard. Now. Sleepy time. Gino, let me go on my own. What? No, Sonia, there's two of them. I studied conflict negotiation at cadet school. I should be able to work out our release without killing them. Plus, now we've Jeffrey as leverage. At least take his gun. Thanks. Why don't you bring Peter with you for backup? Or as a human shield? Oh yeah, I soak up bullets like crazy. Don't worry, lads. I've got this.
think I should go check on them, Ma? No. Javier's got him covered. Javier? I think we should eat the captain, lad. You heard what he said. Boy, I'll spike us if we eat him now. Hands up, both of you. What the hell? Grab the buck shooter. Don't even think about it. If you even so much as look at that shotgun, I swear to God, it'll be lights out for the two of you. How did y'all escape? Our engineer hacked your door. Not so stupid, are we? What about heavier? I presume you mean Jeffrey? He's with the lads, unconscious. But he can be worse than that if you do something I don't like. What do y'all want? Firstly, I want to know who the fuck Javier is. A like-minded individual we picked up from Hera Prime. He helps us with our day-to-day -day activities. You mean he helps you lure, kill, and butcher people? Are y'all gonna kill us? We got money and guns. They're hidden away. We'll give it all to you if you let us go. I don't care about that. All I want is off this ship. Now, you two, stand over there, back to back. I'm taking some of your string from the ham. Now you're tied together, and let this be a lesson to you both. No more cannibalism, okay? Oh, no. We're gonna keep doing it. What? It's pretty clear you ain't the killing type. You're also wandering the void, so I reckon you're on the run from the law, just like us. You can't go running to the cops. You can't kill us. Nothing you can do. <sighs> now, I'll ask again. And this time, if I don't get the answer I like, I will eject you into the void you love so much. Are you done with the cannibal trade? Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Good. I'm so very disappointed in all of you. Especially you, Javier. You beautiful man. Oh, who am I kidding? I forgive you. Lads, let him out. Jesus, Bernard, take a cold shower, will you? We should eject them into space. It's the least they deserve. I agree. How many people do you think they've killed and eaten? I mean, I could understand one, two, maybe, but... So what? Three's the limit? Right, I suppose we better let him out. I suppose. Okay, Peter. Open the door. You got it. Oopsie. Peter, the green button was released. Yeah, I, uh, I, I got a bit mixed up there. Oh, look. They're dying. Red Becca, look away. Relax, Dad. I saw worse every Friday night at the Dragon. Sorry, guys. You know what, Peter? It's okay. Genuinely, fuck them. They were cannibals. Who cares? Also, now that they're dead, we can sell their ship. I'm sure we can find a void or shipyard that won't ask questions. Holy shit, you're right. Once we get rid of all the human meat, let's say we could sell this for half a million easy. Be still my beating heart. Lads, we're sorted. Well, don't dump all the meat. Seriously, Peter? Oh, I think they're dead now. What's that? A Sabakian switch. When the captain dies, it automatically puts the ship into meltdown. Oh. Can we override it? No. So we should... Yep. Fuck's sake. Sorry, guys. Don't even, Peter. Don't even. Come on, lads. Let's go home. I'll start the dinner. What are we having? Chris sandwiches. Sounds good, Jilly. Chicken in a can, anyone? Don't you dare. Oh, listen. I can hear tequila calling And it won't be long before I'm falling Woo! Deep into 
There are many things that we can all do that may help stop the spread of the coronavirus. But one thing we can all do is to have a plan in case you do get sick. First, consult with your health care provider for more information about monitoring your health for symptoms suggestive of COVID-19. Second, stay in touch with others by phone or email. You may need to ask for help from friends, family, neighbors, community health workers, or more if you become sick. And finally, determine who can care for you if your caregiver gets sick. For more information, go to cdc.gov and be well, everyone.